Hello, Fight Insight fans, viewers, and listeners. I'm the Filipino podcasting machine, Prince E.D., and with me, as always, the man for me knows Timbo Slice Timmy B. Before we start, please take a moment to subscribe to us on YouTube and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to support the show, check out MiddaySquares.com and just go Fight Insight 15 to save 15% on every order you make. On today's episode, we discuss the recent legal incident involving former UFC heavyweight champion, Kane Velasquez with our very favorite criminal defense lawyer and preview UFC Santos versus Anklev. Please note, as the content may be sensitive, for some viewers, listener discretion is advised. Tim, hit it. Yes, Timmy B. Prince D. Fight in sight. Yes. I can see our guests dancing to the beat in the in the screen below. As you've likely heard, last week we had uh, former UFC heavyweight champion Kane Velasquez. He was arrested after reportedly following a man from his home who is accused of molesting his fa- a close family member, speculated to be his four-year-old son, rammed his vehicle, shot approximately seven times, struck one of the passengers in the vehicle who sustained non-life-threatening injuries. In addition to one count of attempted murder, Velasquez also faces charges of shooting at a motor vehicle or aircraft, one count, assault with a firearm, three counts, assault with a deadly weapon, three counts, willfully discharging a firearm from a vehicle, one count, and carrying a loaded firearm with intent to commit a felony, one count. Our guest today is an attorney and counselor at law recognized by the National Trial Lawyers as a top 100 for the last three years running in the area of criminal defense. He will fight for your rights in the courtroom and knock you out with his left in the ring. In addition, this man cares very deeply about the community and devotes much of his time and resources to a number of causes, particularly in the area of youth sports and education. Most recently, he's doing a lot of work with the Special Olympics, which we will get into. Check out his Instagram for sure to see updates on that. He's graciously donated his time to join us today and speak to us about the Cain Velasquez case from his point of view. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast. Daniel, the fight lawyer, Martinez. Hello. Hey, gentlemen. How are you doing this afternoon? Daniel, how's it going, buddy? Doing well. Thank you for having me on again. It was so much fun the first time we did this that we had to do it again. And so I what know. a good week. What a good week. It's almost like Kane is just for us, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Daniel, I do want to say thank you so much for coming on. This is last minute. As uh, some of our sure. viewers and listeners will know, we did have a prosecutor in the county where this occurred in Santa Clara County, Daniel Chung. He was set to come on. He's a prosecutor, used to work at the DA's office, actually. He's running for the DA position, and therefore, last minute, he had to pull out due to kind of like a conflict of interest thing. So we appreciate you coming on. And actually, you know, knock on wood, it's kind of a better fit because in reality, the public is up in arms about this case. They are pissed off, Daniel. So being someone Mm -hmm. that defends people, this may be more down your alley. The first sure. question I have to the first question I have to get to. Why was Kane denied bail? This was a couple of days ago. This is the question everybody wants to know. First off, why right. is he denied bail? That is blah. They're pissed off at this. People are mad that the child molester, accused child molester, was let out or whatever the situation is there. And I don't know if you know about that. 
But just take a look. Here's a, a picture. I'm going to put up some things as we go if you're listening. But this is Laura Sanko. She's a UFC commentator. Her She posted the space between written laws and the interpretation slash application of those laws is where justice is disgracefully failed. Hashtag free Kane. This was in relation to the bail. Daniel, why is he denied bail? And is that correct? Sure. Uh, absolutely. Thank you. I should start with a little background that a lot of people, facts are important. So it's not just the application of the law. We have to look at every factual scenario in a vacuum. You cannot compare apples and oranges, and, and you'll see why that's so important. I want to begin with telling your audience that I am a, I'm a licensed attorney in the state of Florida. And while I'm confident that my advice or my synopsis, if you will, will be certainly appropriate and on point, I would advise anybody who wants to look at any individual state laws to do so because there could be a conflict in what I'm saying. So take what I say with a grain of salt, but I'm still going to be confident in my position. Why was Cain Velasquez denied a bond? That's a that's gonna it's a very multi-layered question, but I'll start with this. The law, for obvious reasons and necessary reasons, there is a hierarchy in what is considered the most heinous crimes and, and all the way down to the least heinous crimes, if you will, right? You have like traffic infractions, maybe a DUI, maybe a battery, like a simple battery. You have certain crimes. At the very top of the spectrum, or at the one end of the spectrum, is the taking of a human life, right? And murder, that's why that's called a capital offense. There are certain types of sex crimes involving children that are capital offenses, at least in Florida, where would be considered almost synonymous with murder. But really, so attempted murder falls just below that. So from the beginning, without even considering the facts, Cain Velasquez is charged with one of the most serious crimes other than first degree murder that you can be charged with, attempted second degree murder. Actually, no, attempted first degree murder. Attempted first degree, I think so. There you go, because of the premeditation. So right at the outset, before you even consider premeditation, before you consider the victim, the family, the fact that somebody was molested, you can't first you, the, the standpoint where you're starting at is he's charged with attempted second or first degree murder. That is a capital offense. So and excuse me, that's not a capital offense because it's an attempt. But had he been successful, right, if he successfully murdered this individual or killed this person, that would be a capital offense. Why am I saying that? Because every person in the United States is entitled, has a constitutional right to a bond because you're innocent until proven guilty, right? So it makes sense that you should not be held in jail indefinitely without a finding of guilt. But the yeah. legislature, people have determined, well, there's very serious crimes and we're either less likely to give a bond for those crimes or the bond is gonna be so extraordinarily high that they can't pay it. There's also another consider. So the first thing is, the, there's a multi-layered question. The question is, is the person charged with a capital offense, yes or no? If it's yes, then the judge can legally deny you a bond. In this case, no, he's not charged with a capital offense. So we move on to the next part of the analysis. The second part is, is the presumption of guilt so great and the proof so great? It's called proof evident presumption great. And that legal standard is almost beyond, beyond a reasonable doubt. Have you, have you ever heard of guys beyond a reasonable doubt? It's the highest burden in the free world because you don't yeah. want to send innocent people to jail. So it's very difficult to meet that legal burden. 
The one I just mentioned, proof, evident, presumption, great, is even beyond that. So it's basically like you got caught with a smoking gun and everything is laid out in front of you, which I think that's the case here. So, yeah, because there's because there's video of the truck chasing and whatever. And I'm assuming like with with all the charges they've got, I, I'm assuming this is pretty set in stone. So is this what you're thinking? You're thinking, hey, because of that, that's why he's yes. ineligible yes. for yeah. bail. Wow. Yes. And, and I'm not saying ineligible. The judge always has the discretion. A trial court yeah. is given great, great latitude. Right. So, and it's very difficult to disturb that on appeal. But in this case, the judge made a reasoned decision. And my inclination is that because there's so much overwhelming evidence that the judge had the ability to deny a bond based on that. Now, I saw I saw things posted that said because he's because he's such a danger. Right. I saw I saw a post that um, I think maybe one of the judges or something had commented something along the lines of saying he's he's too much of a danger. Uh, it's not on that's, this one. It was on something else. Now, that, people, that's a good point. That's a really good point, Timmy. Uh, that was something I was going to get to as well. The third part of the analysis. If, oh, sorry. If the answers. No, it's OK. If the answers to one and two were no. So, no, he's not charged with a capital offense. Number one. Number two. No. Uh, in, in Kane's. I'm saying, yes, the proof is overwhelming, but let's say the proof was not overwhelming. Then the third factor of the court, if it's no, no, then you go to the third factor is, is it a danger to the community for this person to be released on bond? And arguably, an argument could be made that an ex UFC champion who has no doubt taken a lot of shots to the head, who knows what his mental state of mind is right now or in general, he might have CTE, he might have all these different things. So he could be a danger to himself or others if released on bond. So that's the the third thing that the judge could use to sort of deny his petition for bail. And Daniel, you know what? Just let me. So if say if it was his first offense, he's never been in trouble with the law. Like, would, wouldn't that play a factor too? Yes, yes. They, that's one factor they look at. It's your prior history, the nature of this present charge. But, but we haven't even gotten there because I'm just looking at the present charge yeah, right, okay. and the, okay. and the defendant. But let's say yes. Uh, the defense would say, Your Honor, my client has no record. And the state, you have to think of the state's position. They would say, That's fine. He doesn't have a record. But still, the proof of his guilt is so overwhelming of a first degree felony of um, premeditated attempted murder. That's so. The thing. Okay. So, why? And I, I think you're kind of, you kind of allude to this, but why does the accused child molester, why is he. Uh, reportedly getting an ankle bracelet put on him. Why is he free? That's what people are pissed off at. Right. Michael, Michael Bisbing on his podcast uh, was saying, look, Kane is a danger to one guy. He's he's technically a danger to that guy. The, the pedophile, whatever you want to call him, accused, he's a danger to any number of children, isn't he? Like, why, why is I, he... I agree with, with you there. It's a very difficult question because there's a lot of arguments to be made on both sides. Um, one argument would be that both Kane and the guy should get bail. The other argument that could be made is it's, it's they're independent of each other. So it makes no difference right. whether one person gets bail to another because it's remember it's case by case. So they mm -hmm. looked at the other guy and said, we're not worried about what Kane Velasquez did. We're looking at this defendant. Okay. Is this a capital offense? No, it's not. So we can't deny him a bond based on that. Is this the proof evident presumption great? We don't know. 
We don't know. Maybe this is a sexual offense based on a child's statement to a third person. And I'm not siding with the child molester. Please do not mistake mm -hmm. that. I'm not siding with the child molester, but yeah. in my experience as a criminal defense attorney, I have seen cases where people get charged simply because a child says something that's to, to a third person that sounds funny, like, oh, me and daddy played this game or something, right? And then all of a sudden, the stepmom hears it. She has an ax to grind with this guy because she's trying to take the kids more time sharing whatever. All I'm saying is that we don't know. Yeah, yeah. We don't, yep. know, how, we don't know how guilty they are, but we do know this. They're both innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. But no. who knows what the proof is on this guy? And that's, yeah. that's the argument that they would make. And they'd also say it's also beneath murder. Even though we want to protect children, of course we do. But still, can we say that? And some people would disagree. Some people would say, well, molesting a yeah. child is just as heinous as murder. But more the law so. does not more say so. People, yeah. And that's important, Daniel, because you're coming to us from a knowledgeable position. But really, mm -hmm. the public has zero tolerance for child molestation, any kind of child sexual stuff. That is a thing that people have zero tolerance sure. for they're actually okay with murder in certain circumstances, right. but never. Isn't that crazy? It, and I'm, you know, and I'm of the position, I'm of the position that both are wrong, you know? Of, of course. Have... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. The list of charges is very long. I read them off. Daniel, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to put something on here. There's a picture on screen for those that are listening. Perfect. Uh, this was from MMA junkie. It kind of listed some of them, the attempted murder, assault sure. with a firearm, all that stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. The, the list of charges is long. What type of mm -hmm. sentence are we looking at here for this guy? Well, he could do life, quite frankly, because of all of those different charges. He, he, it's highly unlikely that he would get life. Let me start with that. Now, what? Now, what? Not. No, sorry. Hold on. What is life? Is life yeah. 35 years or is life life? Life in Florida, life is life. California mm -hmm. does have parole, so I can't speak to the California's parole laws. But when I say life, what I'm referring to as 40 to 40 to life actually based okay. on all these charges and and yeah. i'm wildly speculating but based on the fact that there's significant degree felonies in most of those in most of it the the facts are horrible they're against him the premeditation aspect on that alone even if he got convicted of just one that one charge that's punishable by life so let's say the, the, attempted, life, the, life, attempt, the attempted murder yeah yes so even forget about the other charges, but now, mm. even if I was just charged with those other charges without the attempted murder, I would still be shaking in my boots. He's looking at very significant charges. If he's guilty of all of those charges, I have no doubt he's going to do a significant period of time in jail. I would say no, or prison, excuse me. I would say no less than eight years, no less. Yeah. And Daniel, um, the, what would it take for him to be fully acquitted? Temporary insanity? Um, insanity is a terrible defense. It's it's often the first one that people go to because it's we, what we see in the movies. So TV, it's a good yeah. question for yeah. yeah, TV. It's a good question for you to ask. But the def, the legal definition of insanity is uh, mental illness to such a degree that not only do you not perceive the consequences of your actions, that almost like you don't even perceive what your actions are. I'm mean, I'm talking. It's very rare that somebody would qualify for that, okay? Um, to have that, and it's not situational. It's not like, oh, I found out that some really bad news, and now I'm so pissed off, and that made me insane. No, you have to have a clinically diagnosed 
disease such as like a you know uh, with some sociopathy, schizophrenia. Uh, people that are uh, with NCR. So our, up here, it's called NCR, not criminally responsible, uh, especially if anyone has been diagnosed, right? If they've uh, seen a forensic psychiatrist. So there, there you uh, go. There you go. Daniel, and check, by the way, side, side note, I was going to mention this before, and I'm glad you just jotted my memory. Your homework is to find out how I would get a license to practice in Canada as well. Just to see. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I'll do it. Daniel, maybe you yeah. have not been watching news lately, but Canada is probably at this point the third least country you'd want to ever come to. So, <laughs> well, yeah, but you guys, you guys make up for it, though. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. right. I love this guy. Maybe we'll meet so you cool. somewhere, <laughs> somewhere halfway. Uh, yeah. Daniel, you talked when we were doing a little bit of prep on the um, prep for this call. You had said that there was a different version of um, insanity, and it was the one that we kind of do see on TV, which is like. I walk in, I see my girlfriend cheating right. on me, stab, stab, right. stab. That's right. insanity, right? That's it's and and I do want to clarify for the listeners that maybe don't understand premeditation when we're saying that word, just in case people don't understand what that means. Premeditation means you had the foresight. Oh, well, I shouldn't use the word foresight then either, but you kind of knew you were going to do it. You kind of planned to do it. And the reason why we're saying there seems to be uh, premeditation here is because he follows him in the car. He's got a gun cocked and loaded. He knows that's the guy and he fires at that guy, right? right. That's why we're right. saying premeditation is the issue here. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. It is the issue. And premeditation is huge because it takes away the difference between first degree and second degree murder. And what right. you were talking about, Timmy, is not necessarily insanity, because in the law, legal insanity is a very specific thing. What I just mentioned that somebody who has the uh, what you said is NCR, Frenzy, yep. basically that that level uh, psychosis, not even bipolar. Like I'm saying, no, it has to be like your schizophrenia, psychosis, multiple personality disorder. And even that might be a stretch. So forget that. What you're talking about is is what's called heat of passion. So that's like the classic example is I came home and I saw my wife having sex with another, another man. And so I just went crazy. I, I don't even know. I blacked out. Next thing I know, I had a, you know, I blacked out. See, next thing I knew I had a gun in my hand and I didn't know what the day meant and whatever. You know what I mean? That's the classic example. Yeah. <laughs> that's the classic example of, of it. Right. And what it means yeah. is no premeditation you uh was there an intent to kill yes you had the intent to kill somebody but it was momentary and it was the result of some triggering event that caused you to have a heat of passion that does right. not exonerate you it will just take it from first degree murder and i'm sorry to be so wordy today i just have to get it all out there it no, takes man, you from first <laughs> it takes you from first degree murder to second but it's not like oh i'm not guilty because i was so crazy because this guy molested my um, son or, or whoever, whoever it is. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Is, yeah. by, by, by the way, I'm sympathetic to Kane as well, because I'm telling you as a lawyer what I think and what I believe. That doesn't necessarily yeah. mean as, as a human being. If it happened to me, would I do the same thing? I don't know. I don't think so, but I can't rule it out. No, but Daniel, that's the thing, right? And um, I, I do want to just say uh, if we can get you to look at the camera just a little bit better, because you're too oh, handsome to not, you're too handsome to not see, right? <laughs> okay. Bad. I'm really so, bad at no, this, guys. But, but I, but I 100% understand what you're saying, because that's, um, that's the thing. A lot of people are saying, hey, I would have done the same thing. 
you know, stuff right. like that. And we saw that. So the next question that I'm going to lead into is this post. This is what really got me because the people online were were blasting this everywhere. OK, because people online are not very original, Daniel. They yeah. see, yeah, the free cane thing. But yep. this but this tweet blasted all over. This is funky Ben Askren. He posts immediately, Daniel, like this was very quickly. I don't want to live in a I don't want to live in a country where you can't shoot someone who sexually abused your child. Hashtag free right. cane. This gets promoted everywhere. I don't know whether Ben Askren realizes that another person was shot, that he shot blanket into a vehicle. Now, the question is, when is vigilante justice ever deemed appropriate? Never, because we live in a country with rights that include the right to a fair trial, a right to an impartial jury. See, guys, everybody talks about their rights. And, you know, I suspect that someone that says something like that, you know, is, is on the right politically, right? The people that are the gun-toting people. And I'm not making a judgment. I'm making a, a sure. I guess I'm just ident identifying something. You're going to see here that type of stuff like, you know, take your rights into your own hands. I believe in the Second Amendment and all those different things, which is true. But you can't what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Another constitutional right we all enjoy if you live in a civil democracy in a, in a republic, a, a democratic republic is basically the right to a fair trial, the right to an impartial jury, the right to be presumed innocent until proven guilty by a jury of your peers. So that's why when I'm in a trial, let's say, Timmy, you're on trial for bank robbery. While we're sitting in the trial, you're right next to me. I'm constantly telling the jury, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, even as my client sits here today, he is, there, what is he right now? I ask them when I do jury selection. What's my client right now, okay? If you haven't rendered a decision and the state presented all their facts, what's my client? innocent or not guilty excuse me and i iron that in or and i and i drive that point home and it's it's an important point so vigilante justice is never okay because you're taking action against somebody before it's been proven in court that they did what they did yeah it's that simple it's that simple it's a never-ending vicious violent cycle because then it's an eye for an eye when does it end well, it's even worse than that daniel because the thing is like you're saying it would be an eye for an eye if the guy was convicted and right. so now beyond beyond a shadow of a doubt the guy is guilty and then kane does that i might right. i'm personally i might be a little bit more on one side than the other if that was the case but that's not the case here the next question i have for you is look people seem to overlook that an unintended target was struck when he shot he Correct. ended up striking not fatally but ends up striking uh, not life-threatening either but striking another person in the vehicle with the accused which is right. i believe is the stepfather or father whatever okay mm -hmm. does that make a difference in the potential sentencing that he ended up hitting someone or is that irrelevant yeah, in it? it no because it, it it creates a separate count i suspect i don't know i don't remember exactly what charges you laid out but if he hit a person then that person there is that that would be an aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, perhaps? Is there a charge, something assault, similar to assault, that? Assault with a deadly weapon. There you go. So that's a second victim, probably. So yes, he has a whole other charge based on that. So yes, not only does it affect sentencing because a judge could consider it anyway, but as a practical matter, of course it will, because instead of having charged with one count of attempted murder, he now has one count of attempted murder and one count of 
battery with it, or excuse me, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and some other charges that come from the I've, second victim. Yeah, I've got it as three counts, but I mean, I don't know where I got my information, but I have it as and, three and counts. He, and here's the thing for all, here's what I say to all those people that are like, I would have done the same thing. The only yeah, yeah, way yeah. that you'd get it. The only way that you get away with something like that, in my mind, is if you catch it in the act. I think there could be a strong argument. Like if I came home and somebody's molesting my son and I literally bludgeon this person to death, I don't I don't think a jury would convict me because they're human beings. And that's more understandable. That is a situation where maybe there could be a momentary insanity, if you will, because you're seeing your your child being sexually yeah. harmed by another person, you know. I would say to Ben Askren, I would say, yeah, absolutely. You should be able to shoot somebody if you catch your kid in, in, in that moment. But that would be like if it happens in your presence, because yeah. that that's not even like a jury found them guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. That's you observed it. You know, it's true. Nobody can tell you otherwise. But still, you're legally you're legally innocent until that until you're found guilty. But so what I'm saying is that I'd feel a lot different for Kane if he found if he this happened in his presence, or even if it was like five minutes after, but I haven't heard yeah, yeah, anything yeah. like that. It yeah. sounds like he was, it sounds like he was chasing the guy for a few days at least. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know about, I, my understanding is that he was on his way to get the ankle bracelet put on possibly from the court or something like that. Regard, regardless, right, but, he's, he's chasing him down, right? He right. hits the vehicle, whatever, something like that. But it's, yeah, that's the issue. All right. Um, does a pup okay? We we touched on this with the hashtag free cane, right? Um, mm -hmm. does a public outcry or social media blitz like free cane actually make any impact? And I'm gonna show I'm gonna show a photo here. Uh you know wow, it's like here's like sunset over here, so it's getting real weird. <laughs> wow. This oh, all right, yeah, this is I'm, this is ridiculous. By the way, okay, I hold, hold Derek hold on hold on let, okay let me explain for the for the listeners that aren't watching it on youtube which you should always come and watch on youtube this is of derek course. brunson immediately um started in support of of kane he's selling shirts that say free kane velasquez mind you he's donating 50 percent of the proceeds to kane i don't know where the other 50 percent goes i mean are you making money off this yes. like I, I don't know that's a little yes. bit weird to me i love Especially. derek brunson please come on the podcast derek but mm -hmm. Kane, he here he is showing that he's giving a check to Kane Velasquez for ten thousand uh, dollars. Just well, so by the way, you, know. you can't you can't you can't cash that big check. By the way, that's like a Happy Gilmore check, is what I call those. <laughs> but, but yeah, go ahead. I mean, it does it does look good. Okay, the other thing is that so Derek, you know, Derek Brunson raising money, blah blah, by selling shirts. Go to Derek Brunson's you know Instagram if you want to buy a shirt. Go ahead. GoFundMe had a. Excuse me, GoFundMe had a couple of um, fundraisers for Cain Velasquez. And I don't know if you heard this, Daniel, but they shut those down. Uh, GoFundMe canceled all the GoFundMes for Cain Velasquez because they, quote, prohibit raising money for the legal defense of a violent crime. Now, if Cain Velasquez is later found innocent, they will allow. But during the time at which he's, uh, when it's for the legal defense of a violent crime, you cannot raise money. So they've given all the money back to the donors. The question goes back to, does a public outcry social media blitz help or hinder Kane's chances here? Um, 
I think it's I, I think it'll have a zero effect on Kane's mm-hmm. outcome. I think this isn't about Kane. I think this is about other people, quite frankly. I think other people are benefiting, whether it's by getting attention that they would not otherwise be getting or or direct monetary gains. I'm not calling out any specific person. I'm just telling you what it what it looks like from the outside. And also as a lawyer, I know what what can be affect like what what could cause a change positively or negatively in a criminal case. And this is not going to have any bearing, whether the public comes out and tweets all day, every day, it makes no difference other than maybe you poison the jury pool. Maybe that's the only effect. So if I was an attorney on the case, I would say, well, where can you try this case where people will not have strong sympathies one way or another for this person? It's already been exposed to them. You know, it's really hard to pick a jury. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Is it so what you're saying is because if I get a jury pool and there's someone on there who has seen or is part of the hashtag free cane movement, that juror is not going to be selected. And potentially had there been no hashtag free cane movement, this guy would have been sympathetic to Kane and now you've lost that juror. Right. Or or another negative outcome could be that that person who is uh, free cane would do everything in his power to hide that and be and to sit on the jury so he can be the number 12 jury member who says because it has to be completely unanimous for murder cases certainly so um you could be you could secretly be hoping to be on that jury because you're part of that movement is what i'm saying you know so there there's things like that that could happen but it's it's difficult because the attorneys and the judges are trained to ask so many different questions in so many different ways to weed out the people that are faking it one way or another, even if they don't want to sit on the jury because they say, oh, uh, you know, I, I can't, I have to work. Well, if they don't have a, if they, if they can be fair and impartial, you want them on your jury. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Getting fair and impartial jurors on a nationally televised case such as this is going to be difficult when the hot button issue of child molestation is involved. Certain, you know, that's the main thing. This is a this is a crazy yeah. case. Mm. Crazy. Does having does having a celebrity status such as Kane Velasquez does that um, have an influence on the results? Again, good or bad? I'm gonna put here another photo up online. This is just a tweet, but it says that including UFC president Dana White and Khabib, there are 37 letters written to the judge on behalf of Cain Velasquez. I'm assuming these are all like somewhat famous people. You know, a judge would probably normally not get, you know, a letter from Dana White asking for leniency. Is this gonna play a factor? Like in my mind, it's like maybe they're gonna make an example of Kane here. Like this might actually they, be they bad could. for him. They could. The, the only benefit for Kane of his celebrity status in my mind is resources, because as you indicated, obviously, okay, GoFundMe shut down their page, but there's probably lots and lots of people raising lots and lots of money for Kane Velasquez and his defense. But is that money going to Kane's pocket? No, it's going to lawyers, it's going to expert witnesses, it's going to people working, you know, investigate, private investigators, things of that nature. So, right. so there's a definite benefit to the defense, uh, whether personally or to have a better, but more resources to, to run this case because he's a celebrity than the fact that he's an unknown. So there's that advantage. And on the flip side, there might be a disadvantage of having him be a celebrity because as you said, they might want to make an example out of him. So yeah. it'd be a wash. There's just, there's just, 
too much on both sides. I think the main thing that's going against him is the premeditation and the fact that he chased these guys. And they're going to put the video in slow motion, and you're going to say, how many steps did he take, ladies and gentlemen, the jury? What, you know, 11 steps, that's 11 different times he could have stopped to think about what he was doing. So how is that not premeditation? Whatever. Yeah, but guys, but you guys, you know what? I mean, can you imagine the outcry? Because to pick somebody to make an example of Cain Velasquez, like he has a clean track record in the cage and outside. Like right, he's right, right. He's a, nice he's a gentleman. Guy. Right? He's a and gentleman. So he's a, I, yeah. I just I just don't know how it's going to play out. I mean, if he does, I mean, right. he gets charged at the full max, just right. everyone is just going to riot, right? So, I, 100%. Yeah. But we've seen this country go through this time and time again, whether yeah. it is with mm -hmm. the, you know, the racial killings with police on both sides of the equation and things of that nature. There's a lot that gets us riled up, but unfortunately, whether it's fortunate or unfortunate in this country, you have a 24 hour news cycle. You know, there, someone, some other celebrity will get arrested next week and people won't be talking about pain as much or something yeah. else will happen. That's just yeah. what happens. The best thing Does the defense can do is continue this case, build a case, continue it, even though Kane will be sitting in jail, that'll give them a chance to negotiate some sort of favorable plea, like maybe get five years with credit for time served. You know, that's what I would be looking for. I would say, um, can you give me, you know, since this is a sympathetic case, my client's son was getting molested. This is how I would argue it, if it was the son or yeah. whoever. My, it's a my close family loved, member, whatever. Yeah. All right. My son's close family, or my, my client's close family member was clearly getting molested. Here's the proof, or here's why we believe that. So we're asking you to be lenient on Mr. Velasquez. We'd ask that you take the charge of attempted murder and amend it to a charge of attempted manslaughter or something with a lesser, maybe third degree. I don't know if whatever California has that's a lesser level. To, so that you could bring his score down, his charges down, and say he'll do five years in, five years probation, and he'll do some programs to talk about, you know, anti-bullying, whatever, you know, some kind of deal is in everybody's best interest. Kane yeah. definitely doesn't want to take this to trial. When does and when does that? I, sorry, Daniel. When does that deal get put on the table? Because right now, I believe the trial is set for like mid-April or something like that. So in the meantime, the guy's just sitting in jail. When does that deal start to see the light of day? Well, it depends on it depends on a lot of factors. Sometimes the state will make a relatively reasonable offer early, but I can't imagine they would offer five years right now. No way. If the state made an offer right now, it's probably for like 20 years. The defense is going to have to do their job of creating its case to the state, saying, I've interviewed these witnesses. I think you have a weak case because you can't prove certain elements. And also my client is going to be very sympathetic because the jury is going to say, you know, how can this child molester be a victim? None of us want to go to trial. Let's face it. We have skeletons on both sides. Where can we find a number in the middle? Does it matter if the accused is found guilty or not? And I'm talking about of the child molestation. Does it matter if this guy is found guilty or not? Uh, no, not for any practical purposes, because it's still the, the, the law of attempted murder doesn't differentiate who the victim is. It's just uh, Cain Velasquez attempted to kill somebody. doesn't matter but, what that but person it would, did or didn't do. But it would give his um, actions somewhat more credibility 
right? Like if the guy is found guilty, if the guy is found guilty in the meantime, while you're waiting trial, you're like, thank God, because now I can really push that narrative on the flip side. If the guy, if the guy is found innocent, if he's like, oh, that was my twin brother. You're like, holy (laughs) shit. Now I'm dead. Like now I've, I've shot at an, at an accused who is not guilty. Like that's gotta be horrible. So would he almost want to time his trial so that it's almost before that happens? Because, you know, um, it depends. Again, it depends on how strong the case is. I don't think any of us know anything beyond right. Cain Velasquez's loved one was a victim of molestation. And then I saw somewhere that it was one count of lewd and lascivious battery, which could mm-hmm. be something like, and I, I hate, I don't want to get into specifics, but it could be something that is a lot less than what you think is all that I'm saying. You know, because if you touch a, if you touch a person outside of their clothing while highly inappropriate, the law treats that differently than if you actually have some sort of sexual interaction with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's still a battery. If I walk by you and touch you on your shoulder, that's a simple battery if you didn't consent to that contact. Now, if I grab your butt, that's borderline bordering now almost like a sexual nature crime but does it rise to the level of like rape no not according to the law you know it treats forcible rape at the highest you know forcible rape the classic you know overpowering a person and having sex against their will that type of rape i'm not talking about a statutory which has its own implications oh it's all bad guys Stay out of trouble. If you do get jammed up, call a lawyer immediately. Do not be a vigilante. Hire a lawyer to sue the guy. That's what he should have done. And by the way, if Cain Velasquez didn't do anything, if he just let the guy get arrested, that guy right now would be in jail without a bond probably. And he would have he would be in Cain's situation and the guy would have the worst time in jail. The worst. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Hold on. But the guy was arrested. This is the reason why the public is mad, though. He is arrested, but yet he's out. So right. What, what I'm saying by- is, right. I'm sorry. He's getting out on bond. He got out and Kane shot him when he was already released. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if Kane would have let the investigation play out, that guy would have been convicted. You're right. I'm sorry. I misworded it. Sure. sure the sure. guy would have been yeah. convicted. He would have been convicted probably if it was a strong case and the guy did do this. He would likely get prison time. And then when he was in prison, he would wish he was dead because child molesters get treated horrible. There's nothing Cain Velasquez can do that's worse than what you they would do to you in prison if you're a child molester. You know wow. that okay, like Daniel, the wor- that that's what you hear. Okay, like that's what Prince and I see in movies, see on TV shows, right? That's like a common knowledge kind of thing. You're a criminal defense lawyer. That is real. That is real. The, you know, I can't get into specifics, but speaking to my clients who have served serious prison sentences before they've hired me for other things or whatever, um, they've told me exactly that. They say that the, the, the whole misconception about the homosexuality in jail is that, oh, when you go to jail, if you drop the soap, you're going to get molested. No, they say that there's enough, um, legitimate homosexuals at the jail or at, in, in jail, there's enough of them. That if that's what your fix is, if that's what you want, you can have that. There's no need for forcible rape at, in prison. But that it does, however, happen to child molesters. And it's not even about sex. It's about power, domination. And like, yeah. you're a child molester. We're all going to fuck you because you're a child mm-hmm. molester. So what I'm saying yeah, is yeah, that's yeah. what would have happened. Yeah. That, w- that would have yeah. happened to, to, to Kane's guy. All right. Wow. Daniel, 
I, I got one last question, which is a little bit on the lighter side. But before I get there, Prince, is there anything that you wanted to ask? Anything that you wanted to clarify on this thing? Uh, you know what? Dan Daniel's on fire. So just Daniel, just keep firing the questions. You've got it on. Like you've answered everything. Like literally, there's nothing right. else. I mean, yeah. And at, at the end of the day, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry if I got a little, a, little, a little too wordy and a little bit too um, over the top. This is an issue that's obviously right up my alley, and it's like a, a hot button issue. So I didn't want to leave anything out for your viewers and listeners. No, no, no. Daniel, listen. This is the reason why we have you on the podcast to clarify yeah. it. We are we've got a large Canadian following, and we have no idea what the legal system is yeah. like down there. And so now we're getting it clarified. And uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And, I mean, um, it's and it's, it's not just, and it's. Yeah, and it's not just that, though, Prince. It's by virtue of what I saw or what we all saw online with the way that mm -hmm. people were coming out and the things that we're saying. I'm like, I don't think any of you understand the law. I don't think any of you understand. Right. <laughs> like, You're right. Like, like in today's world, people do not read. You know what I mean? Like they'll just see whatever. They see the hashtag. They're like, let's get on that. You know what I mean? I'm going to buy that t-shirt. Right. I'm going to repost that. I'm going to post something controversial too. Like you said, Daniel, for my own personal gain, for my own clicks, for my own whatever. Right. right. This is why wow. we said, hey, we want to cloud chasing. Yeah. I don't, Daniel, I'm too old for that term. So, but they want, you know, they want something and they're, and they're going to go on that. But that's why we wanted to have a podcast about this with someone knowledgeable because we're like, okay, well, let's talk really the facts. And like what is up here because this is not a good scenario and when people go i would do the same thing ugh, first of all right. i don't think you know that first of all i don't think you know the details of what happened to say that you would have done the same thing because i think a lot of people daniel one okay one last bad question before i get to a more funny one how, how much better would it have been to just get the guy beat the crap out of him drag him to a police and go okay this is oh i mean it would he, he would be a national hero and, and they probably they would maybe charge him maybe with battery but highly unlikely because that's different you're using reasonable means you know you you didn't try to end someone's life and you when you beat the crap out of him you're not going to hurt any innocent bystanders so yeah the the law the law would have looked at him differently i think the the world would have looked at him differently and again and the end result would be that that gentleman would have been you know back in jail probably and dealing with a assortment of issues that I described earlier. Like, yeah. And that's like, exactly like, what Joe, yeah, that's exactly what Joe Rogan said. I mean, you know what, if he had him with his hands and dealt it with his hands, it would have been a lot, you know, better for him and he'd probably be going into jail in the wheelchair. Right. So, I mean, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now last question, Kane Velasquez hires a celebrity lawyer. At first, I didn't understand what that was. I'm like, is the lawyer a celebrity or is it a lawyer who only deals with celebrities? You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So which one is it, by the way? Mark Garagos, who mm -hmm. apparently defended Chris Brown, Winona Ryder, OJ Simpson, I believe, in his criminal uh, civil trial. Um, I don't know, a, a bunch of people, but Chris Brown, Usher, whatever. Daniel, celebrity lawyer. Is that a good move? No, no. Oh, Michael Jackson. He also defended Michael Jackson. Why okay. is that well, not? That's... Why? Why is that not a good move, Daniel? In this case, I don't think so. I think that in this case, you want to fly under the radar. You don't want to have a lot of press conferences. You want to use the fact it's not the media or it's not the outcry or the public outcry over this that's your best weapon. It's 
you make the arguments that are leading the public to have an outcry. Meaning, focus on you know you want to. In my mind, you want a attorney that's going to fly to the radar, that's going to talk to the state and say those things. Hey, a trial is not going to be good for either one of us. If the state go you know goes to trial, they're going to have to use as their star witness a child molester, right? And if the defense goes to trial. We have to go against these terrible facts that are against us. So neither one of us feel very comfortable with going to trial. Let's meet in the middle and negotiate a deal. Not let's waste time doing press conferences and trying to get tweets and, and you know retweets and follows. That's not going to be effective. But a celebrity lawyer wants to go to trial. This celebrity lawyer is what, is what you're saying? No. Uh, yeah, sure. This celebrity lawyer. But I mean... Uh, if you call yourself a celebrity lawyer, you only became a celebrity lawyer by going to trial, right? You, you, so, well, it depends. I mean, Robert Shapiro, who represented O.J. Simpson, was known as more of a transactional guy, but he was still a you know a good lawyer. But then Johnny Cochran was a litigator, meaning he was in court a lot. He right, was a trial right. lawyer, right? But a lot of attorneys will negotiate a plea deal at some point. This case is not a case you want to go to trial, in my mind, because... Unless I, there's some California law that I'm not aware of, you cannot be a vigilante. You can't put the law in your own hands, and you can't even use the argument of insanity if time lapses. You know, you can't say, "Oh, three weeks ago this guy did this, so now I'm acting this way." You had three weeks to cool down. There's a cooling down period, right? Yeah. So, come on. Yeah, come on, oh, so, indeed. So, celebrity, but celebrity lawyers, uh, in this case, I don't like the guy's strategy. He might know something I don't, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Hey, listen, I'll let you guys know right now, there's only two celebrity lawyers in my little world. It's either Johnny Crocker or Daniel the Fight Lawyer Martinez. All right, thank you. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel, I appreciate you coming on for this topic. So thank you so much for coming on. On short notice, guys, so please. And yeah. Daniel, you... You saw on our Instagram, there were a bunch of people tagging you going, get Daniel Martinez, get Daniel Martinez. I saw I did not. I, saw I, did not, I did not tell them to do that, Daniel. They are fans oh, of really? yours and they, and they knew they wanted you on. So I appreciate you coming on. Um, before we let you go and Prince, before we end this podcast, Daniel, you've been, you always do great work um, in and around your community. People follow Daniel at The Fight Lawyer on Instagram. I'll put your stuff on the show notes, Daniel. Can you just tell us very briefly um, and I apologize, we're running out of time, but briefly, what are you doing lately with Special Olympics? Oh, well, that's a great question. Thank you for asking. Yeah, the uh, I'm very good friends with uh, an individual named Joe Luther, who has an organization called Just Right Living. And he is a certified, if you will, instructor, trainer for the special Florida Special Olympics in Florida. There's a branch in Orlando, and I think we're getting it started here in my area, which is Brevard County. And so uh, I met him and, and I have a boxing gym. As many of you might know, I have a boxing gym like legitimately in my office or behind my office. And so I've been donating that gym to his athletes. So the Special Olympics athletes come to my gym and use it for free anytime they want. Um, they don't have to make any appointments. They're pretty quiet back there. I let them do their thing. Uh, obviously, it, it's great for, for numerous reasons. I have a great time with them back there. It gives them something to do. And so I'm going to keep that up. I'm going to work a lot with the special olympics moving forward yeah that's awesome daniel thank you so much man that it, yeah no the things that you do guys follow at the fight lawyer on instagram for sure you got lots of great stuff daniel um 
you know, we do want to have you back because since your last appearance, I've been keeping notes of all these legal questions I got to ask you. So I do need you on for the trilogy. All right. Very good. I, I do want to get you on because I got other things that are all fight related. But I really appreciate your thoughts on the Cain Velasquez case. Prince. Oh, look at that. What was that? That's cool as hell. I don't know. Oh, that's great. Prin man. Prince, Thank now you. you're on mute, Prince. I don't know what's going on. Hey, you, but you yeah, know what? Hey, listen, Daniel, appreciate your expertise, fighter, lawyer, voice actor. We appreciate your time, brother. And uh, yeah, nothing but the very best. You know what? Uh, just to let you know, uh, Daniel, if you didn't show up today, we were going to make shirts. Where is Daniel Martinez? Made. Oh my God! I'm so glad. That, that's I'm, how serious it is, man. We need we needed you out here, man. That's you yeah, are yeah. our guy. You are our legal guy. You are the. That's man. what I'm here for. Right? I'm here to solve yeah. problems, guys. And by the way, Princey, I love that that uh, whatever you have that little banner in the background with the logo with the fist. Do you have any more of those? I'll hang one up in my gym. Oh yeah, listen, buddy. Uh, we have some extras. We'll send it over, man. That's not a yeah. problem. Please, yeah. What's up with the merch, man? I need some some fight insight merch. We do. Yeah, what size are you? I got tank tops left. What size are you? Lar large or XL. Large? In tank tops, right, probably right. X XL for, uh, for tank tops, XL or large. All right. All right. All right. Let me see what I can do for you, buddy. Um, guys, thank you so much, Daniel, for coming on the show. Um, My pleasure. I really appreciate it. You're the best, man. We will have you back. And if and if things happen with King Velasquez's case, I do want to get you back on for that as well. Of course. Anytime. Thank you, buddy. Let me know. All the best to you and all the best. Thank you Take for care, your guys. time. We really appreciate thank it. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye. All right, man, what a great freaking guy. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that gave some good understanding of the case. Prince, how do you think that went? That went amazing. He answered all yeah. the questions, and I think that just gave us light in terms of what's going to happen. I mean, you know, everyone wants, you know, Kane to be free and wants him to be, you know, out in the community and not locked up. But, I mean, we just got to face it. I mean, he's done something that's, you know, it's – yeah. It's an offense and it's him getting away with it, um, you know, being scot-free. I, I think it's very slim. So now we know, now we're informed. Um, yeah. I think the thing is we now know if it gets to trial, it's bad news. It, I mean, I mean, per, per Daniel, right? Like, hey, yeah. if you have the chance to take a plea deal, take it, right? Because going to trial is probably not going to be good. I'm telling you, man, yeah, that, that celebrity lawyer, I was not keen on that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not keen on the fact that he shot someone else. I'm not yeah. keen on the the premeditation aspect of it. Mm. I don't know, man. The, the the tweets and the things you see online, man, some of them are way out of whack. And I'm just thinking, you guys must not know. So I hope anybody that's watching this podcast, please do share this out with people because I think yes. this gave a lot of good information, information that people probably don't know. So please do share this out. Prince, we got to get going soon, but I want to yeah. get through a few things. We're mm. not going to have time to pick uh, our fight picks, but we will do it online on our Instagram awesome poster as always we are putting for ufc vegas 50 this is social on our squad. instagram we're going to do a nice odd uh, a nice cool version of it as well mma social squad at mma social squad always hooks us up with the cool posters this one's the best ever though this one yeah. has this one looks like a justice league or like a like a comic poster i really love it uh like marvel versus capcom kind yeah, of yeah 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 right? like a video game or something uh sponsors we've got middaysquares.com use code fight insight 15 we've got wake water that you see me drinking mm -hmm. you see it in my background use code fight insight to save 10 percent. definitely midday squares dude i gotta talk about midday squares these guys go on their instagram and stuff they they did a rap video these guys are good man the food is amazing though middaysquares.com code fight insight 15 thank you for everybody that's been buying it already but do do go there prince 
uh, Hula. Yes. And contact Hula Cleaning Services. Contact Hula Cleaning Services for all your carpet, fitness, commercial, construction, and cleaning needs. You can contact them at www.hulacleaning.com. Yeah. Definitely. If you have, if you have a disgusting gym, if you have a disgusting environment, workplace, whatever, call Hula Cleaning. Just, just do it. Uh, Friends of the podcast update. Elise Anderson. She's fighting at one FC on March 26. Short. I don't know if it's short notice. I think she knew she was fighting, but she's fighting March 26. So huge uh, excitement for her. Fair play. He was victorious in his street beefs fight. He's saying that it's probably his last because again, his pro fight was uh, delayed, but he's looking to get in. Bam Bam Barbarina, who's going to be in the podcast in the next couple of weeks. He has new shirts for sale. I think those are running out. So if you want a Bam Bam Barbarina shirt, go check out his Instagram. I do want to say hello to a new fan of ours, Jeffrey John. He's from Nigeria. He's at, at Skullboy MMA. Jeffrey reached out to us. Buddy, I want to say hello and thank you for watching and thanks for supporting the show from Nigeria, Prince. How cool is wow, that? Our show is so reaching cool. out there. Oh, right? International, man. Yeah, uh, pretty cool. Next week on the podcast, we're either having Brian Bam Bam Barbarina or Grace Ty Kitten Cleveland. She was, she is, was an undefeated MMA pro fighter, mm-hmm. supposed to fight at 1FC for the Adam Way Grand Prix tournament. Uh, some medical issues got in the way, but we're going to talk mm-hmm. to her. She's amazing. Bam Bam's amazing. The next couple of weeks are going to be amazing. Yes. Prince, aside from that, uh, anything else we got to do? I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good to go. I Listen, Daniel, wow, amazing podcast, guys. You have to watch this. This will answer all your questions. And yeah. it was a little bit of a serious one. And as you can tell, we put the listener discretion. You never, you know, <laughs> that, that was, my gosh. Yeah. You, said was, that more, you said that more comically at the beginning than I thought. I thought you were going to be viewer discretion is advised like yeah yeah that's always trying to go for it but you know what my bad i uh i was gonna try like, to... hey guys we're talking about <laughs> but you, you, may find. I, you know what when i hear that like the, the discretion piece like whenever you hear it on tv you get scared i get scared i don't know i get like whoa yeah. i don't know like america's most wanted i don't know if you used to watch that show it's like oh yeah, my god course, you get that, like, freaking, wow. i do yeah. want to say too i i don't know um but I, I, again, I do want to say we, we talked about Daniel Chung at the beginning, but thank you to Daniel Chung, you know, prosecutor in Santa Clara County for, for agreeing to come on at the time and potentially yeah. ha- having done it. Um, so huge thanks to him. And hopefully he does become district attorney and uh, good luck to him. But uh, yeah, for anybody thinking about this cane thing, I mean, we were promoting this podcast. Hopefully people get a chance to check it out. Tell your friends, you know, like if anybody's interested in this, tell your friends to watch this because I've been seeing a lot of podcast prints that talk about it. And even when they talk about it, I'm like, do you not freaking understand? Yeah. Like you got to bring an expert in. You got to bring an expert in. And trust yeah, me, you can't be just saying you can't just be saying I would do the same thing because are you saying you would fire into the public? I, I can't believe anybody is saying that because yeah. you can't be that stupid, man. I apologize, but you cannot. You can't shoot into the public. Yeah. What if and, there's a child there? What if there's a woman there? There's a pregnant lady there. There's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you know what? Listen. And if the lawyer that you have on your podcast isn't Daniel, then it probably doesn't count. Be, that's yeah. it. Because yeah. it's look, Daniel Martinez, Daniel Chung. I wonder how many people actually work in the Justice Department that are named Daniel. Is it is it like a common name? <laughs> it definitely. Did you notice it- that? Definitely made me easy to uh, change the stickers when, yeah. when it changed from Daniel Chung to Daniel Martinez. I do. I'm trying to look. You know, uh, 
yeah, we we actually had reached out just just so people know this last thing, Prince. We did reach out to the district attorney's office officially, yes. um, the district attorney and the deputy district attorney that are trying the case. We reached out to both of them. The office did return our emails and say that um, unfortunately they couldn't come on because it's pre-trial and they're not allowed to do media stuff. But mm -hmm. they did say, hey, if you've got questions, please send it in. We'll answer. So we did send in some stuff. If we get answers from them, we'll let uh, our viewers and listeners know as well. For or, sure. or we'll post it on Instagram or something. And actually, big shout outs to Timmy B. I'm telling you, this guy is rubbing shoulders with with massive, massive influencers, political advisors, lawyers. Yeah, like this guy, Tim, you know what? This If this podcast has showed us anything, you are probably going to run for president and you are going to make so many. You've made so many connections. Yeah, but just doing we, we, like we both have, man. We both have. Guys, we're back on Filipino TV, blah, FTV. blah, blah. Yeah, Filipino TV Sports Weekly. Guys, check us out there. That's pretty good. Points, what you're doing. Uh, all right, buddy. I think we're out of here. Guys, we're leaving now quickly because we have another podcast to film. We've got an interview that we're doing now uh, that we will release later. Anyways, check us out. Subscribe. Please do follow us. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. What else? Uh, rate us on, on, on Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcast. Yeah, all that stuff. Prince. See you, buddy. We'll see you in two have seconds. Have a good one, man. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> see ya. <laughs>